I'm recording. Cool. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. Oh, yeah. And we are still on The Legend of Korra, book two, Spirits, episodes five and six, Peacekeepers and The Sting. Ooh. All right, we're going to get started with Peacekeepers. You know, the episode is called Peacekeepers, but I feel like that is the opposite of what this whole episode is about. Fun fact. Yes. Don't really remember this. (laughs) <laughs> we're like what the, the yeah we, we, we just finished watching the sting and so i think we're both really focused on that i think well think also i'm gonna also i just feel like not much happened um not true eh. a little true well like stuff happened well but so, uh, much stuff i don't care about so after civil wars parts one and two we are we're back in republic city hooray so we are done doing all that southern water tribe stuff and we are uh uh, so ev- everyone's back in Republic City. We got Korra, Mako, Bolin, Asami, and Varric uh, finally back in Republic City. And to greet them is none other than Lin Beifong. Hooray! I love her so much. Mm. Um, she is, uh, and she's like, hey, good job with starting a, a war. Kid. Which, like, did she? She did. A little bit. A little bit. But, like, there was, it, it's kind I mean, like, it's kind of like the American Civil War. Mm-hmm. Did, like, one state start it? No. There was a ton of problems. <laughs> it was going to happen. There was ev- a lot of problems. It was going to happen eventually. Um, so, so, Lin Mei Fong, she's there, and she's like, yo, hey, there's going to be, thanks for starting this war. Uh, there's going to be a peace march in, uh, tonight in support of the Southern Water Tribe at the Cultural Center. And she's like, yo, Mako, uh, you, you go there, and you help maintain the peace. Yes. Um, and Korra's like, hey, I want to go. And Mako's like, that's probably a bad idea, because you should probably be neutral, because uh, you're the Avatar, and mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of a whole issue. And she gets really annoyed at that. Um, Which, like, um, I was debating, like, should she remain neutral? Like, I think maybe she just, like, shouldn't do anything at this point, just mm-hmm. to, like, you know... Figure out, you know, stuff. I guess I don't know. I just I would that was like a debate for me. I'm like I don't know if you should remain neutral or not because like, right? Like we know kind of like what happened and how like it kind of got started and like the northern tribes were kind of not rooting for them. Yeah, well, she has every reason to be kind of pissed at Unalak, but does she? Have oh, she has every reason, reason to be pissed at the entire Northern Water Tribe. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, but they. So that's that's where the question lies. I think. I think the best thing should probably to be like, hey, I witness like some of this stuff, mm-hmm. and like I have like witnesses to like certain stuff that Unalak has done. Mm-hmm. Why don't I like help expose that? Yeah, and then the North can like you know take them down, and then we can be united. I just solved the Civil War, didn't I? You just solved an entire Civil War. Congratulations. Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Varric is like, yo, Cora, we got a, we got a meeting set up with uh, um, the president, President mm-hmm. Ryko. He's mm-hmm. the new president of the United Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, she goes off to do her thing. And then Asami's like, I'm going to go check on my company. Uh, Mako's like, got to do my cop stuff. And then Bolin is all alone. And he's he's like, got nothing to do. Yeah, he's he's all sad and stuff because mm-hmm. nobody really cares about Bolin right now. And then Varric is like, hey, you ever experienced Republic City Night? And he's like, I kind of live here. And Varric's like, oh, nobody. So back in the South Pole, which I thought we just left, but here we are again with uh, Unalak is talking to one of his military advisors. Um, We're not there much, though. So He's we can... talking about the advisor stuff, and they're talking about all that kind of strategy and all the stuff that is really boring. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Desna and Eska come back, and <laughs> Eska is still kind of got her wedding get up on. 
Uh, she's still, but she's still a bit pissed. She's a little pissed about the whole wedding mm-hmm. thing not really working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Unalai kind of lets us in on that. Like he he told Cora that like he doesn't need her to open the northern portal. Uh, but he but, does. But he really does. Yeah. And does is like why? And he's like that's what I thought she needed to hear. Uh, so so why don't you guys go out and uh, go get Cora? Hey, if you really need the Avatar to open this, up the spirit portal, you know what was a bad idea? Everything that just happened. <laughs> you know what was a really bad idea? Like literally everything that happened. Like putting her father in jail or like arresting her parents. Like mm-hmm. maybe after she forgave them, you could have just been like, great, let's yeah. open up this, like, let's open up the spirit thing. And then... You could have done all that yeah. stuff. Just, just saying. And so we introduce our C plot or like our D plot. This is pretty low on the plot. Is this the one here. I don't care about? This is probably because this is the back at the Southern Air Temple. Uh, oh no, I like this one a bit. Oh, do you? Yeah. And so, so Milo is trying to train his his newly found uh, lemur, whose mm-hmm. name is Pokey. Pokey. Um, and Tenzin is like, that's not how you teach something. That's not how you be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tenzin's like, yo, I'll teach a kid how to how to be a master trainer. Milo's like, oh, yeah, dad. Uh, yeah, I thought this was cute. It was it's new- cute. Yeah, it's a cute little... It doesn't really contribute much. It's, it's not cute. the plot line that I don't care about. Okay, well, I don't know what the plot line... Oh. No, oh, you know. Oh, no, I know. I know. But it was kind actually, of Actually, there's like several now that I don't there's, care there's about. A, there's actually a couple there's... now going on that we really didn't need here. Uh, in the streets of Republic City. Uh, so that's when we have our the, the Southerners. They're down and they're, they're doing a march. And it's nice. And Cora is actually ahead of this, despite people saying neutral. And she, no, she's she's here at this Neutral march. until you have evidence to expose somebody. It's a, it's a nice march. Like, it's your standard kind of peace march. And then there's Northerners kind of like... And I'm like, what could go distance, wrong? Like, boo. Um, and so Mako is, uh, you know... He's making his rounds when he sees somebody. He sees some conspicuous people. Yes. Inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. Some some suspicious. That's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. So he's tra- he starts following these guys, mm-hmm. and he sees a guy push a button on a remote, and uh, it sets off an explosion. There's a, an explosion in the cultural center, which isn't cool. Uh, that's bad. That is um, bad. Also, Very bad. Also, there's, there's also a statue of Sokka in the front. The statue's in Harn, but... Uh, yeah, don't, yeah. But, like, man, this is soccer we're talking about. Don't disrespect his legacy, because he already doesn't have much of a legacy here, because, um, yeah. Hashtag and, more soccer. Uh, hashtag more soccer, please. So then there's, like, this whole explosion, and then, uh, Mako's trying to chase after the guy, and this this guy turns out to be a firebender. Yeah, which that is, was weird. Which is interesting, because you would think the people who were going to blow up the, so- the uh, Southern Cultural Center would have been Northerners. Yeah. Because there's a conflict there. But it turns out this guy's a firebender. Um, hashtag most firebenders. Yeah, but um, it seems like as is revealed later and what I also assumed, they were clearly like hired to do this. Yeah. So it's not their fault they got paid. It is sort of their fault. Okay, but, it's sort of their but fault. But they're not like behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're not um, like, you and know. And so Mako's like, oh, that's suspicious. And he gets the remote. Um, and then he... Uh, gets up with Cora and she's trying to put all the fire out with her water bending. Uh, and Cora's like, oh man, these northerners, they're crazy. And Mako's like, I don't think they're responsible for this. And then they and she's like, definitely, definitely uh, responsible for this. I'm like, Mako, I don't think that's the appropriate moment. There's a lot of emotions here. There's no, but tensions. like they're fighting and I'm like, oh, I care so much. <laughs> I've always cared. I'm just 
it's like I feel like she's probably very emotional because like something representative of her home is blown up, and he's like, no, I don't think it was the Northerners. Like, you no, know, I think time. what he's trying because like I don't really I'm upset with both of them because kind of like yes. maybe he should have waited a bit and said like I don't think it was the Northerners because like at this point she's just like fuck Northerners. Yeah, yeah. Um. So so yeah. So that happens, and then mm-hmm. and then uh, then we go back to uh things that are a little less explodey. And Bowen and Varric are going to go watch some pro-bending. Correct. have like a red carpet kind of thing. And they're all taking pictures and stuff. And uh, everyone's looking really, really uh, nice. snazzy. It's nice. Sna- that's the word I was looking for. Snazzy. Everyone's mm-hmm. looking snazzy. Um, and everyone's cheering for Bolin because, you know, he's part of the Fire Ferrets. And everybody loves the Fire Ferrets. Even yeah. though they're terrible this season. Well, uh, that's not Bolin's fault. Not Bolin's fault. because it, But everybody still loves Bolin. He's hanging in there. And so he gets interviewed by a Shiro Shinobi who's everybody's favorite uh, meta announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, uh, we find out that Bolin is pretty good. At, he knows how to get a rise out of a crowd. Mostly, he just says Republic City and fans. And people are pretty excited about yeah. that. Yeah. So, He's so like, okay Barrett, at it. Yeah, Barrett gets an idea about, I think I found your true comment. And it is a, such a brilliant idea. <laughs> I love it. So, this whole plot line. Um. We is that the plot you don't care about? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. That's one of them. I was anyway. gonna say I was like, there's a couple here. I thought I, I wasn't sure what you were talking about, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I totally agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, but back next day, uh, Cora and Varric are gonna go see Raiko. And there's this really funny scene in the beginning, um, where they they sh- they're shaking hands, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> Raiko's like, okay, now smile at the camera. He's like, he's like, they he, they hold off and talk business so they could do more uh, publicity. Press, publicity shots. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, some kind of commentary about something I'm sure is in there. But they, when they start talking down to business, Raikou's like, yo, we, we can't bring the United Forces down uh, to fight the North. That's a bad idea. Is it? Um, because this is, he's like, well, this is a dispute between two tribes. You can't bring other people into this. Everything will just go bad. Uh, and yeah, so it's 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 not there. I was place. trying to like, compare it to like the Civil War, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure there weren't any neutral states. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no. They, no. they weren't really. Anyway. Um, Back to the point. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and then, yeah, because Varric is like, yo, the, the, the North kind of blew up uh, the cultural center last night. And Raiko's like, yeah, we're taking care of that, but just mm-hmm. we're not going to we're not gonna get involved in this war thing. Bad idea. And so Korra is very angry. So she goes back to uh, Mako's apartment, and she's like, hey, man, I'm pissed. And then Mako's like, it's, 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 it's kind of right. And then she's, like, super annoyed. And she's like, stop taking a side. And he's like, why is it always sides with you? And they have this, you know, domestic dispute of sorts, uh, which I know you love. I do. I know so, you love it when they fight. I like, I don't know why. I just like, I, 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 I dislike them as a couple. <laughs> like, is this, it's like, is, is, is anybody else like agree with me? Um, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, good. Like, I, I don't really know why I dislike them though as a couple. It's just like, probably because like, I liked him better with Asami and it's just kind of like, I don't care. Because there are better couples out there. Who knows? It's probably, I guess, because, like, you could totally have, like, all of this, like, conflict going on and still have, like, a good couple thing. Yeah. But, like, all they do is either they're, like, they're smoochy for a little bit and and maybe have some nice conversations or they fight. Yeah. And I'm just, like, and, like, I guess because, like, also Cora's just being, like, so hot-headed and she's just all, like, no, it's a northerner's fault. Yeah. And I'm just, and Mako's kind of like, why don't we, like, actually, like, look at this? Because something, <laughs> like, I'm like, look, I'm telling you, something does not 
feel right. Yeah. Maybe we should look into this. Yeah. And she's like, no. And I'm like, like he's a cop, honey. Maybe he has a good Which idea. also brings up what I do like. I like Detective Mako. Oh, we'll talk a little bit more about that, I think, next episode. Yeah, we will. We really get to see. I like Detective Mako. I just like Detective, Detective Mako because it seemed like he found his calling. Oh, CPD. Yay. Um, so, so Cora, like, is storming off, and she wants to go talk to Varric, right? And then, then, uh, they come across Asami, too, who's, who's there, and they're like, yeah, let's go, let's go get angry at Varric, or whatever. Um, because... Well, they don't want to get angry at Varric, it's kind well, of like, yeah. they need to talk to they, they, they need a plan, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy who probably has the plan is Varric, because Asami's like, I need to save my company, Cora's like, we need some forces to go fight in the south. By the way, um, I would like to point this out, just because, like, I thought about this, even yeah. though it has nothing to do with this right now, are, like, Cora and Asami ever gonna, like... It seems like they're not friends. Yeah. Are I they think, ever going to get, like, friendly or, like, they, confront the fact that, like, hey, <laughs> there's a Mako right here. <laughs> I feel like there's a brick wall between us and his name is Mako. Yeah, like, almost like, are they ever going to, like, at least be friendly with each other? Because it's kind of just like, oh, like, these two women who were just, like, there. Yeah, I, I think especially this season. I mean, last season, I think they got, like, one or two bonding moments. Not a lot. They weren't terrible. Yeah. And they had, like, one or two bonding moments. This season, there's, like, no interaction between the two. Does that um, feel like was the Bechdel test? The Bechdel test? Uh, do they fail the Bechdel test? I think they do this season actually. Do they fail it this season? What's, what's the rule that not, like not in a uh, not in future seasons? What but, is it like? What do you need? Like two women? It's uh, more than one more than one woman who have a discussion with each other and it's not about a man. Yes. Yeah, that doesn't happen. <laughs> two named female characters who have a discussion about something other than a man doesn't happen. In this, it happens in the first season. At least, oh, do they? What else do they talk about? Because they, because they're talking. Because remember, they had that whole like she was showing her on like the the race car thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, man, I thought you were girly, and she's like, although technically, if we, if it might, it might pass because doesn't Cora have a conversation with her mom? I know it's about a man, but like it's it's like a family thing. It's like a family thing, I think. Does that count? Uh, I know, like it's it's, all right. Yeah, but it's not like a romantic guy. It's like a a dad. Yeah, it's like that. Still, still a guy though. Silly guy, though. Okay. I think it, it doesn't matter if it's romantic. I think it's just as long as it's about a guy. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that was our discussion about the Bechdel test. Yay. But, yeah, no. It's – this – I'll tell – I will tell you that this season has the least amount of interactions between Cora and Asami. I'll leave it at that. Great. Anyway. Um, so it gets gets better. Um, they're going with the, – they Yeah, they're talking to Varric. Mm-hmm. And then uh, – so Varric is – has an interesting way of coming up with ideas. Where he where he eats a really hot pepper mm-hmm. and then he hangs upside down and somehow that's how he comes up with all it. It surprisingly ideas. worked though, and it worked. So his idea is that uh, well for for Cora the idea is yeah for Cora the idea is hey why don't you just go talk to uh, that the forces you know behind Raiko's back because he you know if they they want to do whatever they want to do like that's their business not Raiko's mm-hmm. and she's like oh man that's a great idea that is a great and idea then he's like Asami why don't you uh send your mecha tanks to the south. Because, like, they, they need some weapons. You have weapons, and somebody needs weapons, and they're going to buy the weapons from you, and that's going to save your company. And she's like, bam, genius. Although, can the Southerners afford them? Sure, why not? I don't know. I, I assume they didn't have it. I mean, I assume they have money, but like not like enough to buy a bunch of mecha tanks. I don't, hmm. That's a good I don't actually know. I mean, the like, the, idea, the basic idea is good. The basic idea is good. It, this, this whole thing works. And then uh, Varric is like, hey, I'm going to make some movers, some movers, uh, some some propaganda films uh, to, you know, get people on our side. Which, you know, good idea. And mm-hmm. gonna, it's going to feature uh, Boleyn as, as the hero Nuck Tuck of the South, which is an allusion to uh, 
Nanook of the North. I'm not sure if you know that. Nope. Oh, it was one of the, like one of the first like documentaries, but it wasn't like a real documentary. Oh, I didn't watch some of that in. Uh... Uh, I think we did in our intro to film class. No, not film. I thought I watched it in a. Uh... Did you watch it in history of film? No, I did. It's a famous one. All right, but that's I watched it. it. I think I watched. Oh, what was that class that I took? I don't even remember. It was like media something. I took it like freshman year. Oh, okay. Well, it's a. It's a. If anybody knows Nanook of the North, that's what that's a reference to. And so. Back at, so we're back in uh, Bolin and Mako's apartment, mm-hmm. and then, so Bolin is talking, he's like, he's like, basically just spills all the, the beans. But it's the Mako. Like, like Mako's not going to do anything with it. Of course. Of he's course Mako. not. He's on their side. He's dating the Avatar. Yeah. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? But Mako really, Mako's just really like looking through the, the, like his like records trying mm-hmm. to find the guy that he saw. Yeah. Um, and he's really only paying attention to what Mako says that, that whole plan. He's like, that's a terrible idea. That's literally a terrible that's idea. You don't, go, you don't go around someone's back and then try to get the troops up. Um, uh, but we're like, Mako, come on, buddy. Mako, Mako it is a good idea. It's, it's, um, when you're trying to get shit done, it's a good idea. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then, so then we go back to our seat plot, which is Tenzin trying to teach uh, Milo how to train uh, his lemur. Um, so we kind of see that he's he's like, yo, Milo, you're like the alpha lemur. You can't have this this little guy like sleeping with you in bed. You can't like be rewarding him for bad behavior. And then Milo's like, he's like being oh. alpha lemur is lonely. And then Tenzin's like, yeah, buddy, it's true. Even though he, you know, has a, I feel like his relationship with his wife is nice. Yeah. And his kids, you know, like him for the most part. He's, he just, he understands. I feel like there's like some kind of point to be made there that I'm not sure... Maybe it's like, a, it's like a character arc. Who knows? <laughs> I was trying to think about that one. I was okay. Like, it would be interesting, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so then President Raiko, our good friend, is uh, he's talking with Lin Bei Fong in the police headquarters. And Mako like, comes in and he's like, guys, I figured out who this guy is. He works with the Agni Kais. And, then, and so then he gets uh, these two idiot uh cops oh, i Her hated them and gong they were not fun idiots they no, were just they idiots were just, they were just jerk idiots which yeah. is really the worst kind of idiot yeah um and so he's like hey they're like hey you should just go in right now and just just tell her all the information of course mako gets chewed out for that worst part was mako believed them like these guys are idiots yeah like that's the only bad thing about detective mako but i think it's something he can like grow into saying like hey like you don't just barge in when you have very little evidence what you do is you get a ton of evidence mm-hmm. and then you barge in and say <laughs> I think these people did it. Here's all my evidence. Yeah, but also, like, I feel like Beifong should have known that these these idiot jerk cops were idiots jerks. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like Beifong is, like, on it. Like, I feel like she should realize. Come on. She's under, a lot, of, not, she's under a lot of pressure, though. I'm sure she There's is. There's a civil war. Yeah. Somebody blew up a cultural center. Yeah. I, I want to give you the benefit of the doubt, Lynn, but but come on. Come on. Yeah. I, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, and then, so once that meeting is done, Raiko comes out, and then he he, get, he goes up to Mako, and he's like, hey, so I heard you, you're doing a pretty good job as a cop, and also you're dating the Avatar. And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> is that all I am? That, Hashtag guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mako the Firebender. But I think they're kind of smart, because it's kind of like, oh, like, if we need information about the avatar doing something who can we go to her boyfriend who happens to be a cop yeah and he's like he's like hey if you knew anything if you know that there is anything going on you mm-hmm. let us know right um and and Mako's like oh yeah he's like remember you're like under oath you are under an oath to like you know 
And I'm like, oh, no. And, and, so, and so he doesn't say anything. And we're like, okay, okay. And then he starts walking away. And then Mako's like, uh, actually, there's something you should know. And we're like, oh, Mako. Mako, why? Mako, you did the thing. And probably it was a good move in the long run. But also Mako, Was why? it a good move in the long run? Probably. Like, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I trust this, like, troop thing, though. And they could have helped out. I do trust I do trust General Iroh. Me too. Speaking of General Iroh. General Iroh is here. Ger- General Iroh is here. And he's just a good dude. Mm-hmm. I just he's just a good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Korra is like, hey, we kind of need some help in the South. And he's like, well, theoretically, what if we just happen to send a couple guys down there? And, For a routine and, training. And then we, we run into some North, some aggressive North people, and, and then we have to defend ourselves. We have to. Like- I mean, what could we do? Um, and, and we're like, great. And we're like, great. That sounds like a great plan. Except Raiko comes back and he's like, uh, <laughs> remember that uh, you are not in charge of the military. That is me, yep. uh, sir. Uh, fella. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't, you know, no no ships are going to be leaving here uh, or else you're going to be court-martialed. And then yep. I don't know. I was like, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, never mind about that. My hands are tied. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so Cora's like, maybe you should go to the Fire Nation and talk to the Fire Lord, who also happens to be my mom. Oh, um, is the mom the Fire Lord? Yes. Cool. I don't yeah. know. If oh, because I guess Sugo only had a daughter? Yeah. Well, he had a daughter. And he, we don't know if I don't know. more children. I, I guess I assume, because, like, most like, royalty goes down, like, from the male, for, like, I guess for the oldest. I think Fire Nation is just firstborn. Okay, cool. And I respect also, that. And also, Zuko probably didn't give a heck about so then did um iro is iro like not the oldest because then he would be the next fire lord so should he be a general i don't that's a really good question i don't know where iro falls in that iro too because i get it if he's like not the oldest then obviously it's fine if he's a general but like if he is like general in in the united forces which isn't even like a it's like i assume that there must be yeah must have an older sibling then maybe yeah who knows who knows that's a really good question um so if the reader, if the writers of the comics are reading or listening to this, um, let us know. I have another request for you. Just, just stop by my office and we'll have a talk. What office? <laughs> <laughs> We're not that rich yet. Uh, listen, I, I we can certainly make one. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, and uh, so he's basically like, hey, go go check out the the Fire Nation, and maybe my my parent, my my mother can help. And he's like, all right. Um, and so then we go back to, uh, ah, we're back to the set of your favorite, mm. your favorite franchise. I don't know what I hate more. Nuck Tuck. I don't know what I hate more. This is the relationship crap. That's a really good, good question. Um, so Cora shows up there and she's like, hey, hey, Bullen, can you watch Naga? I'm going to go off to the Fire Nation. No big deal. Um, he's like, yeah, Raiko kind of came and he was oh, like, being a okay. dick. I, thought, I just thought of something, but okay. Who what? No, 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 because no, I was confused about something for the next episode, and oh. then I just remembered it. So, okay, 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 good, good. Um, and then uh, he's like, I don't know how um, Raiko found out about all this, and because it was only you and me, and Asami, and Varric who knew about it. And then Balloon's like, oh yeah, and Mako, because <laughs> I told him. And then Akora realizes. Yeah. But like, technically, like, I don't think Bolin really did anything wrong, because he didn't know that they were fighting. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're all a team, so of course you're going to- They are team avatar. Even though somebody was not there, you still, like, obviously you're going to let them know. It's team avatar, man. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, after Cora, our good friend Cora, just is really pissed. A bit. And then she, so she leaves. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we're back to our C-plot here, uh, where Milo 
is uh, kind of he's demonstrating how he's how he's trained his good old lemur buddy Pokey and some other lemurs and yeah and then he's and then uh, turns out Tenzin's like wow good job and he's like oh no that's not all I did so he has a whistle and he commands like dozens and dozens of lemurs <laughs> to like he, they like fly in attack patterns or whatever and then Tenzin's kind of like oh crap and then it's like he's like I've created a monster. But then he kind of just like goes to the sun and it's kind of like. He's like, hey, why don't, why don't, uh, we you just have fun with Pokey. We'll call it a day. He's like, thanks, dad. Yeah, I like that. I was like, no, I like the power now. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So, so we learned a lesson about having fun versus being disciplinary. Yep. The answer is to always have fun. Yep. Um, Unless somebody does something super wrong and then you'd be disciplinary anyway. True. You're learning a life lesson today, folks. Um, so <laughs> then we're back at the police headquarters, and I wonder what's going to happen next. Oh, uh, so I Mark hope. goes there mm-hmm. doing his own thing, and then uh, Cora busts through the door. Yeah, uh, she's kind of she's kind of pissed. Yep, and she's a uh, she's like, "Hey, man, what the heck?" And um, Mako is like, "Wait, let me explain." And she's like, "You betrayed me." Uh, yeah, does he actually explain? Like, he doesn't actually get a chance to explain. I don't think. <sighs> These two are like a real. You know what it is? They're like too hot-headed for each other. They're both of them, yeah. They both need, of them. They need a little. They, we need some. Balance they both in need. This. Pe- yeah, they both need people who can like calm them down. Yeah. And like maybe in Mako's case, it could be a very lovely woman with great hair. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, who knows? Um, <clears throat> and I feel like you're alluding to something. Am I? <laughs> oh my god um so oh god uh and so they're they're arguing because that's what they do mm-hmm. that's literally all they do and they're both talking about uh their jobs he's like hey he's like I, I have a job to do and she's like well i have a job to do and she's like well your job's always get in the way of my job and then uh he's like well maybe we should just break up then um and she's like what <laughs> what was that i don't think she understands like hey like if there's like severe conflict between two people you should just end it it's better to just stop yeah i don't think she understands i don't think she gets that concept of like no 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 no. just because we have severe conflicts and we fight a lot and we don't actually have any more lovey-dovey moments and like it doesn't feel like we're actually a couple anymore that doesn't mean we break up right right no no totally does oh honey um well so so they're broken up now and then uh well not before court totally just uh Airbends his desk across the room. Well, I mean, it's better than uh, what Lynn did. Yeah, so yeah, Lynn came, comes up and like, what? She goes, "What the flamio happened here?" A fantastic line. Yeah, by the way. And uh, Mark is like, "I think I just broke up with the Avatar." To which Lynn responds, "Oh, you should have seen Air Temple Island after Tenzin broke up with me." And I really wish I saw Air Temple Island after Tenzin broke up with her because I would watch that episode. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> Let's be honest here. I I would watch an entire series of the the original Team Avatar's children just doing their own. Oh my god, that'd be so good! (laughs) All right. So if anybody's listening to this, (laughs) I have a formal request. Please step into my office. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So then, Uh, so and then, so so Cora's very sad. She's 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 uh, sad. She's riding to the Nation in a speedboat. She has some tears of sorrow. Um, and then, uh, she's, everything's going good until she's, uh, well, not going good, not particularly going well, but she's, uh, pursued by, uh, her cousins, Eska and Desna, Desna and Eska, who are also riding jet skis. Um, and, uh, and then, so they start fighting because fight. she's like, ah, oh, my Bolin and Cora's probably like, oh, this crazy bitch. Um. Oh yeah, no, I agree. This crazy bitch. <laughs> this crazy bitch. And, and, uh. 
Of course, in the middle of this fight, though, because it's it's enough that they're fighting, even though Coral was totally going to win. Something that's been missing in this a book called Spirits. Spirits. Yeah, a uh, spirit comes, which Hooray. is kind of convenient, given that this book is called Spirits. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a giant spirit, too. It's not one of those. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's bigger. Huge. It's like three times the size of any spirit we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Cora, she's trying to fight this thing. She goes in the Avatar stage. She's trying to do the little swirly thing with the water. She's trying to calm it down. She's trying to spear it, Ben, and she gets really close. She does it better than the last time. She does She does a lot better, which I'm, I'm proud of her. Yeah, I'm yeah, so good proud for her. her. Um, except it doesn't work, and then she gets eaten by a spirit at the end. And the twins leave. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's Ava- the episode. The Avatar is dead. The, the end. <laughs> the, the Avatar is single and also dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that sucks. Um, that was a dark ending, but I'll take it. <laughs> that, that's it. That's the show. Um, <laughs> so what were your thoughts on this episode? Uh, I don't really care. No, it was a pretty uh, episode. Yeah, it was, it was kind like, of... It was like, entirely okay. Like, like, we got some plot here. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of things were happening because we were finally back in Republic City. So I guess things feel good. Like mo- back the, in Republic The City. plot lines like I didn't care about were just like, ver- fairly prominent. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. But there was stuff I did, like as I said, I like Detective Mako. I didn't mind the little C plot on uh, the Air Temple Island yeah. thing. Um, what else happened? I think that was basically it. And, like, basically, I think, like, I agree kind of, like, the like the plan that they originally, like, the plan they had, like, that um, Varric made up, It's a, it was a decent plan, I think. I think the better plan would just to be, like, oh, no, we got to expose Unlock for everything that he's done. And then right. I think, like, once that's done, everything will be okay. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's probably your best plan. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And, like, you're not even, like, you got to expose them to even, like, the northern people, like, want to f- agree with you. You can't. Right. Because that's the problem with, like, even, like, with the propaganda thing that Eric's doing, that's not going to convince the northerners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. And I think it's, like, I kind of, I don't know if I want to bring this up. I'll bring it up in the next episode because okay. I have the same feeling for both. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say on this episode. It just kind of, it happened. It existed. Yeah, but there was actually a lot happened if we go back and think about I it. I think so, a yeah. lot happened, but like I said, there's just, like, the only, I guess the only good thing is just kind of like, hey, look, we're done with this romantic plot line forever, God, I hope. For forever, I swear. Um, <laughs> I'm crying on the inside. Um, anyway. So, you know, that was That was ridiculous. This whole thing. Yeah, Okay. We're done with that. What was your opinion? <laughs> um, I thought this episode was like entirely, it was, it was all right. Um, a lot of happened, a lot happened that's really important. Uh, but as far as like enjoyability of it, it was like a solid, yeah. yeah. I guess. I don't know. If, I'm thinking about it. I don't know if I really enjoyed myself. Oh, that's, that's It just kind of happened. It just happened. Well, yeah. if we talk about the next episode, will that make you more happy? I guess. All right. Then I think, I think it's time we take a break. And when we come <laughs> back, we will, we'll come back with the next episode. Episode 6 of Book 2, The Sting. Stay tuned. All right, and we are back with Episode 6 of Legend Cora, Book 2, The Sting. All right, so uh, the title's very pretty self-explanatory. I feel like it's not as misleading as the the last uh, episode title. (laughs) You're right. The last episode title was very misleading because it's the very opposite thing. What happened? The episode was keeping peace. Anyway, um, so let's get started with the synopsis. Uh, So we are we are we get a a nice view of some a ship just in 
just a random ship uh, traveling southward. Yeah. Uh, when suddenly bombs are thrown on board, mm-hmm. and uh, so a bunch of waterbenders ambush the ship, um, and the crew manages to escape. And they say, "Varric's uh, not going to be happy." Varric is not is not going to be happy about this because this was Varric's ship. It was his. He was stuff on it. Well, wasn't there somebody else's stuff on it? Sami's stuff was also Which is on. what we actually care about. Which is really all we really care about here. We just want to make sure our girl's happy. Is Asami the only one who actually progressed as like a character? I mean, granted, she wasn't much of a character in the first book. and She, she has like... Um, but now like I like her more because like, like, I feel like she has like a purpose. Yeah, I think she's more of a... She's kind of a subtle character. Like, she's doing stuff. I like her. Yeah, like yeah. outright about it. Which is one of the reasons. She doesn't why. irritate me, unlike other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we're back in the, the southern uh, South Pole and at the southern uh, spirit portal. And Desna Eska are like waiting there uh, for Unalak. And then he comes out from the spirit portal and Desna's like, were you just in the spirit world? And he's like, eh, it's fine. And he's like, so where's the avatar? Um, and they're like, the avatar is totally dead. She was totally eaten by a spirit. Yeah. Um, and because, and he's like, ah, that, that sucks. Which, like, how, yeah, I'm questioning, how did he get into the spirit world? Don't they need another portal opened? I'm very confused. No, you can, you can, the spirit portal, you can just get into the spirit world. You just can't go anywhere else. You can just go in and you go out. But with if the other one was open, then you can go from that spirit portal and then go over to the north spirit portal and then end up in the... Where were they? They are just in the South Pole. Oh, I thought they were in the north. Okay. Uh, in the South Pole. All right. Um, so in Republic City, uh, Varric, we are in kind of a movie theater... Um, and very, we're showing the adventures of Nuktuk, hero of the South. Mm. And everyone seems to be really enjoying it. Except for me. Except for you. <laughs> I hate this so much. I really he, do. Why? He's got a nice theme song and everything. The theme song's fine. I think it's, I think like, and I will bring this up later. I think it's just like, I hate, like, it's just like Boleyn because he's being such an asshole. He really is. I think this is the, the low, the lowest point we really have of Bolin's I think, I think like, this specific episode is probably like the lowest. I if that's lowest the lowest, I have an opinion. If this is the lowest, then like that, then I'll be happy with it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's any other episodes where I'm just like, Bolin, my boy, please. Um, and so, but really, but everyone except Dara really likes Nuktuk. I don't like that. Um, I hate and, and also, what the heck? What did they do to Naga? I'm very mad about that. Oh yeah, because because they Naga was they there. Naga. Um, they put some makeup on her, and now she's a, a panda, panda, panda dog. polar panda. She's like a so, she's some kind of panda, but like that lives in the south. Um, it's like why? Uh, and also, and Pabu talks now. So does Naga. Oh yeah, <laughs> not terrible. Mm. Um, anyway. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, Varric's like, yo, Bolin, you're a star now. Uh, and so we're going to keep doing these movers here mm-hmm. to uh, bring support for the Southern Water Tribe. And because propaganda. Again, not the best propaganda, because I think you'd also want to convince the North. And all if you're doing is just showing, like, you're, this one guy's like a mustache-twirling villain and not, like, actually te- expose, like, what he's actually done. Yeah, but really, where's the fun in that? Nobody's going to watch that. But everybody's I don't care. It's, what, it's, it's the right thing to do. So, uh, yeah. So, so he's Again, like, I'm not having fun with this. So with this propaganda, you know what? They can they can go to President Ryako and they're like, hey, you should really help because this is what people really feel. You got to get that public support up. Um, and then, so Bolin is like, goes to the ginger character who, it's just, a weak character. I don't really. Oh God, I don't care about this at all. Does she get? Um, does she? I would like because like, like, hey, I think there was some chemistry. I think it's kind of like what I like, ah, no. 
<laughs> it's this thing I kind of thought they were going to do with Eska, and I'm wondering, like, I just, like, I'm hoping that, like, the, like, two-dimensional characters are just going to, like, grow more. Or just drop off the face of the earth. I would like it if they grew more. One or two, If yeah. they drop off the face of the earth, fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know, like, I like the, and, like, yeah, like, because, I don't know, if, it's not that I like her, it's just kind of, like, I, I, I think it's, like, I can see the potential. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's always good to have that potential. Um, and so... Uh, Julie comes in, mm-hmm. the assistant, and informs Varric. She's like, hey, also one of your rear and your shipments was taken. Yeah. And so then they leave. Um, then we're, we go to the police headquarters. Asami is totally freaked out. She's like, hey, uh, that's, uh, my company is going to go under if this keeps happening. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. And Mako's like, hey, it's cool. Like, like Bayfong is in there, and they're questioning the, the captain of the ship. Um, and also those two idiot jerk cops are there, but we don't really care. Um, they're like, Oh, yeah, they're, like, everyone in there is like, oh, yeah, like, this is definitely work of the North. Nobody's really investigating this, like, our good pal Mako, the detective, is. Yeah. And then he wants to go in and question. He wants to go in and question, uh, but, God, he kind of makes an ass out of himself, doesn't he? I think, he? I, like, here's the thing about Mako. He's just, like, he's somebody who's just kind of like, no, 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 I know something's wrong. I need to expose it right now. And he just needs to learn that, like, you can't expose something right right away. You need because to. Because you don't, because you need enough evidence. Yeah, he doesn't have enough. He has evidence. He just doesn't have enough evidence. He doesn't, he, yeah. He's like. Gotta, yeah, he's, he's working on it. He's, he's a naive young cop. Yeah, he needs to team up with Asami. Mm-hmm. Which I like. Um, yeah, because, like, yeah, and nobody, nobody's really listening to what Mako's got to say. Like, but, like, uh... He's a big cop. Yeah, Beifong's like, you're, you're, you are a rookie cop, I don't have time for this, and the two jerk cops were like, <laughs> you're funny. Um, so Mako's like, yo, I got an idea for an operation, but we're gonna do it off the books. And um, I'm like, great. I Yeah, because originally his idea is shot down, and so Asami's like, Asami is all for this. She's like, yeah, let's well, do it. she wants to get her stuff back. She wants to get her stuff back. She doesn't have time. To mess around. Like, yeah. Things gotta get done. And mm-hmm. so they're gonna set up a sting operation. da na 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 Which is conveniently the title of this episode. Uh-huh. Um, and so they need, they need a bait ship. Mm-hmm. They need to get a ship somehow. And Varric is like, hey, I got a ship. Uh, but they don't tell him the rest of the plan. He's just, he's fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're gonna use a, uh, they're gonna use, yep, a bait ship to uh, capture, um, the people, whoever, whoever's doing this. They need some extra help with this. They, they, mm-hmm. they can't just do this with two people. Mm-hmm. Um, they need uh, to get some, some assistance. So we bring back the triple threats, who we haven't seen. I don't well, think, also, before that, I think he goes to Bolin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And Bolin is being such an asshole. Yeah, Bolin is kind of... It's not even, like, funny anymore. It's not. It's, like, not even funny. He's, like, he's like Mako. He's, like, Mako's kind of being a and he's like his own butt. He's kind of like, you didn't help me out. Why should I help you out? I'm like, when did he not help you out? I'm confused. Hmm. With, like, uh, the, with uh, Eska? Something like but that. But he did help you out. He just was an idiot about it. He just it. wasn't good at it. Yeah. So, Bolin. And also, you didn't really listen to him because you tugged at the leech. You didn't rip it off. Yeah. I think. Also, uh, and also, Eska's crazy. Yeah. I think it was also because Bolin didn't know what to do, what he was doing with his life, and Mako didn't really care. I think Bolin, I think Bolin probably has some reason to be annoyed, but he didn't have a reason to be a jerk about it. And also, like, it's probably, like, the fate of your friends. Yeah, like, this is, like, a big deal, man. Remember that? You know, your friends who you love? Yeah. Like, what's up? And so, like, Bolin's kind of being, uh, he's being a, he's being a, um... Asshole. We already said that. Yeah. Yeah, but but he's, like, I think the star power has gotten to his head. Being very <sighs> conceited in his ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, Mako cannot get help from Bolin. I'm very distracted Bolin, by this. Bolin is like... Uh, what? I was distracted by the cat. The 
cat's cute. Yeah. My cat is very cute. Bye, cat. Anyway. So, so yeah, Bowman is being a jerk. And mm-hmm. he's too he's too preoccupied with his B plot to worry about any kind of A plot. So, you know. Uh, then Mako has to go to his friends, the Triple Threats. He, you know, Are they really his friends? Not really. No. Uh, they used to work for him. But yeah. he's, he's coming to him off the books. And he, he makes a deal mm-hmm. saying that, hey, uh, I, I know the Avatar, we're on good terms, kind of, sort of, not really. No, not um, at all. <laughs> uh, so maybe, you know, if you guys help us out, we can make it so uh, you got your- Shady Shin gets his bending back. And also Asami's like, yeah, and I can give you some nice cars and stuff. They're like, that sounds great. It does. Totally. I agree. And then, so later we're, we are on the ship, mm-hmm. and then they're um, just talking with Two-Toed Ping, which is a guy with two extra toes. So he has 12 toes. So he's 12-Toed Ping. There's a one already on the One for the side. book. Um, the, the con- uh, so he's like, hey, man, what's it like dating the Avatar? And Mako's like, uh-huh, I don't really want to. And he's like, no, what's it like? And he's like, oh, we kind of broke up, and nobody really believes him. And Asami's like, what? You broke up? <sighs> What? I felt like she kind of said it more like as a concerning friend. Thing. No, she did. No, she did. She was like... She wasn't like, oh, look, I can get back together with no, this guy. No, like, no, no. Especially, like, like, why oh. would you want to get back together with Mako? Although, like, I appro- like I approve of their relationship. Like, I think it's, like, better and slightly healthier. Yeah. But, like, after what Mako did to you, why would you... I know. Honestly. So, but like, Mako was kind of, like, horrible to you. Yeah, she's kind of surprised, um... That they broke up, and she's like, why didn't you tell him? And he's like, I don't know. Um, and so, but then we go back to our other plot, which I know you love. Um, <laughs> but Bolin is... Um, Still filming. They're filming the Nuktuk, and he, he has a scene with Ginger, um, who's the actress lady who nobody cares about. Yeah. Um, so, and he kind of goes off script, and he's like, ah, oh, let's let's kiss the 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 lady. Yeah. And she doesn't really like that. And Varric is like, hey, why don't you follow the script? But also, that's a good idea. Uh, well, Bolin doesn't get the whole idea of acting. No. Which is... Bolin doesn't understand that there's a difference between character and, and person. Actor. Yeah, like, and Ginger kind of tries to explain to him, saying, like, no, like, my character is in love with your character, but I'm not, I don't like you. Yeah. That's how that works sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you have two people, like, they have to, like, if they're really good actors, they can fake it. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, no, we don't like each other. And unfortunately, Bowen just doesn't figure it out. No, no. Um. So, so back on uh, back during the sting operation. Back to the better plot. Back to the back to the better plot. Um, we're kind of uh, Mako's kind of surprised that nobody has really uh, attacked him yet. It's like something's up. So he goes he goes snooping, and he hears that uh. They, the triple threats have actually been paid off by somebody else Ooh. to just distract him for a while. Which, like, I kind of figured like it wasn't the police force because why would the police force do that? Right, no, it wasn't the police. Um, so Mako is like, yo, yo, Asami, we've been double-crossed. We need to go. And then they they ha- they escape on a speedboat yep. um, while the triple threats are trying to find them. Yep. Uh, and so there's a nice chase scene. It was, it was nice. That was a fun, adventurous chase scene. Yep. That was a good time. Everybody does something. Everybody... Like, the good old Sami, she's driving the boat, and she knows, the lady knows how to drive, and Mako does the fire thing, and it all turned out okay, yeah. except it didn't. Um, so they, they get to uh, the Future Industries warehouse, and except... Everything's gone. Everything is gone. There's literally nothing left. Yeah. Um, and so Sami is totally, she's totally distraught. 
She's basically given up on everything. I was like, maybe we can check the other warehouses. She's like, no, everything was in here. Like, there's nothing else left. Mm-hmm. Like, this was everything. And I'm like, oh, baby. And yeah, because like, t- Future Industries means a lot to her. Because she said earlier in the episode that mm-hmm. like, her mom's dead, her dad's in jail. This is basically all she has left. Yeah. And so, um, I was like, well, maybe he's, he's trying, he's still trying to solve the case. And she's just like, man, just give it up. Uh, and he's like, no. And he's, and he's like, I'm not giving up on you. And then, she, and then they have, they share a look. They share a look. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then she just, she goes for it. <laughs> I'm like, good for you, girl. She, yeah. I, 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 do I think you, I mean, like here's the thing. I like Mako and Asami together better. Do I think that they should get back together? No, unless like somehow, unless like Mako actually like progress and like learn that he made a mistake, mm-hmm. and like automize it if like two people get back together after like you've learned your mistakes and you can like go forward. Yeah, that's fine. They could do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but like, and also like I just don't think either of them are in a great emotional state. No, I don't think anybody in this whole team should be in a relationship right now. <laughs> they have their there's some you know you know they got, they got some stuff to work out. <laughs> You know who's doing well? Tenzin. He's doing great. Tenzin is doing pretty darn good in life right now. Yeah, but like, because like Asami's got the whole warehouse thing, which also brings up a point that I'll bring up at the end. All right. Um, so she's not in a great emotional state. Mako just broke up with this uh, ad- avatar who he said he was in love with. Yeah. They never really say, I lo- did they say I love you again after the end of book one? Uh, No, it was only at the end of book one. Okay, yeah. They're like, I love you. I love you too. I've only known you for like three weeks. Um, anyway, anyway, um, so <laughs> so Asami is kind of like I guess she's kind of surprised that she kissed them. She seems kind of like, oh, I just did that. Uh, sorry. And mm-hmm. He's like, that's that's fine. But also, I'm gonna leave now. Bye. Bye bye. Um, so he he uh, threatens Ping the 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 two toad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's trying to find out who hired him. Um, Ping says like it was a middleman. Like we don't really know who hired us. And uh, Mako. Is trying to uh, get to the bottom of this, so he wants to talk to Bolin, who's still being an asshole. Yeah, he's still basically still being a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so this upcoming scene that they're about to film has some nice pyrotechnics, which is mover talk for explosions. And I'm like, shut up, Bolin. And you're like, okay, whatever, it's fine. And so, but as we start to watch the explosions go off, they are notice, ir- they are similar. It seems there's some similarities here, and they're not they're 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 triggered by something. Uh, some type of, uh, device. Mm-hmm. So, Micah goes, hey. investigates, talks to a technician, and he's like, oh, we use a remote detonator. Um, then he Check shows it, it out. It looks just like the one from what? the bombing of the cultural center. What's up with that? What? What's so, up with so that? So, it's all Varric, isn't it? So, so, uh, Mako's figured it out. Hooray! It was Varric. Which makes sense. The whole time. Which does make sense, because obviously he does, like, obviously, like, what you, do you do if you want... Uh, if you want to like look, make the other side look bad, make them look like they did something bad, mm-hmm. which kind of makes Varric become a villain, but a villain that I like because he's a big gray. <laughs> yeah, he's basically Varric does things for the money. That's really all why he. Which does it things. seems like he's like he is honest about, which I, again I approve honesty. But somehow he's not like one of those like completely evil villains who's just like just for the money. But he's somehow like I don't know. He's just a fun character. Yeah, I like him. Even still. though. He's, he's he's kind of antagonistic. Which is fine. Um, so Ma- Mako goes back to Asami. He's like, Asami, I figured it out. Like, I figured it out. And mm-hmm. she's like, so she's like, oh, who is it? And then, like, Varric turns around in his chair. And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, and he knows. And they know. And we all we all just know, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he's and uh, he's like, I, um, he's like, I need more proof. 
but I'm getting real close, and I'll tell you later. <laughs> and also, she bought Varric's bought Varric bought a controlling interest in future industries, basically saving her company. Yeah, but uh, I have a question. So, yeah. but it's clear that like probably Varric's the one who hired the. Yes. Yeah. So, and he stole all of her stuff. What does that What does that do for him? Oh well, he um. So basically, he has control over her company now. So he had to make it so you know there's no no way for her company to stand alone on itself. And so by joining oh, up with Barry, okay, he has okay. a controlling uh, interest in it. Yeah. So, so and then I think Mago just just said, "Oh no, actually, I'm not 100 percent sure yet, but kind like what he kind of says, but so because yeah. he doesn't want Varric to know like I'm on to, even though Varric clearly knows. Yeah. And also, Kaylin, I feel like something was missing from this episode. Um, it's interesting. I think in a show titled The Legend of Korra, um, I feel like realism is missing something. I think we need a little more legend in this. What do you think? <laughs> Did I get that right? No. Oh, okay. Please fill me in. Where's Korra? Oh, well, Korra. Well, it's funny you say that, right? Because I have this scene at the very end. Um, so if you notice, Korra has been missing for this entire episode. And we don't know where she is. Last time we saw her, she was eating Which, like, also, because I forgot about this point from the last episode. Because I was kind of wondering, hey, welcome nobody's asking where Korra is. Yeah. And then I remembered, oh, wait, she said she was going to the Fire Nation. Yeah. So, of course, they just think she's there. Yeah, she's just they don't. The nobody Fire knows Nation. what happened with the spirit thing. Nobody knows that she was eaten by a spear monster. Yeah, um, and then, yeah. So, so it's funny you, you ask where Korra is because she washes up on a beach somewhere in the Fire Nation. And she's uh, surrounded by some, uh, looks like they're like fire sages or something. They're nice, though. They seem nice and they're like, oh, Avatar Korra, what's up? And she's like, who's Avatar Korra? Oh, no, she's got amnesia. She's got amnesia. And it's like super amnesia where she doesn't even know who she is. She doesn't know. Because sometimes it's like, or oh. where she is or how she got there. She knows nothing. It's kind of like that thing where there's like, I think there's like a couple kind of amnesias where like, I know who I am, but I don't know anybody else in my life. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the kind where you know, like maybe like who your parents are. Yeah. But you don't know anybody else. And then mm-hmm. there's like this one where like, I literally don't even know who I am. Mm-hmm. Which usually means, like, okay, I lost my memory, clearly. Yeah. Um, so, that was, and that's where we end off. And it seems like we're leading into a very special episode. But who knows? Who knows? Um, that was The Sting. What did you think of The Sting? I liked it better than the last episode. Yes, me too. But, uh, yeah, and oh God, I'm, I'm really mad at Bolin right now. Yeah, but Bolin, uh, yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I, tried I, to, I said this before. I said this before. Uh, book two, Bolin, just kind of undoes, un, like, is really just undoes everything. Undoes. Un, undoes. Undo. Undo. Undoes. Whatever. Everything from um, book one, because book one, Bolin was just a great character. Um, and they kind of took it in the wrong direction, in my humble opinion. They took, they, they're like, oh, we should go this direction. I'm like, you were going literally the complete opposite way. Yeah, so I'm just kind of like, oh. but like, I liked, I liked everything with Detective Mako and his Detective Mako. Lovely, pu- lovely Asami. And oh, she's so lovely. That was great. That, yeah. All that was great. And I think like, and like the two, like the same thing happened with the both episodes, which is like, there was like a bit at like near the end, like the last like cliffhanger thing that was super interesting. Right. And then most of the episodes were kind of just like, eh. Yeah, I like that this one was less. Eh. Yeah, but still, and I'm like looking forward to what's going to happen next, which you have alluded to that it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, the next two episodes are actually some of my favorite in this season. Mm-hmm. I just think they're really good episodes, so I don't want to like hype you up too much for it. But I just thought I'd let you know. Okay. Um. So what I like about this episode, um, it's a I feel like it's a really a, a Sami Mako episode, which is really fun. Yeah, like they work really well as a team. Yeah, I think. I feel like in this series, we don't get as much uh, 
teamwork as we do as we did in the last airbender would you say that's fair yeah i mean granted like unlike like with this show like everybody also has a bunch of other stuff that they're doing Mm -hmm. and like with like the last airbender it was kind of like we only have this one goal right right there's a lot of different things going on at once here so everybody has to kind of do their own thing and we don't really get as many chances to see um team avatar come together and really but granted i do like the fact that there isn't just like one set goal right i appreciate that there's yeah it's not like, oh, no, we got to n- now attack the water tribes because mm-hmm. they're being dicks. Uh, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I li- that's what I like about this episode. We got to get a chance to focus on some uh, people who aren't core. I know you're like, complaining. I wasn't about complaining. That. I just well, found, it was more I found it interesting. Yeah. Like the fact that like, hey, here's your main character. Yeah. And she's not even in this episode. Right, exactly. Like, so, I don't know if I've I, – there probably is like an, a show where like – even, like, the main character's, like, not in an episode, but, like, I can't really... Last Airbender had one episode with Aang not in it. Wasn't that... A, yeah, that was the one with Zuko the... Zuko Alone. Oh, uh, what a good episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. One of my favorites of all time. Um, that was a good one. Such a good... God. Anyway. Well, like, you can do that and it works. Yeah. So, I, I did like this episode for not focusing... For um, giving us some more characters. Mainly one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let me talk to So, what am I left? Um... Yeah, so that's what I liked about this episode. It kind of gave us a little chance to see. Um, we kind of took a break from some of the more, like, Avatar duties. We didn't have to worry about keeping balance. We didn't have to worry about spirits, even though mm-hmm. spirits haven't really been playing a huge part anyway in this book two titled Spirits. <laughs> uh, who knows, really? Um, <laughs> but so I really enjoyed that. I think the sting operation was just, like, a good – It was, it it was just a good plot that fit one episode. Yeah. And we could just kind of keep it at that. Uh, worst parts of the episode weren't Bolin. Bolin all just, Bolin. Uh, Bolin, I just – just, he just needs to get better. Um, he needs to realize that this isn't the life for him and go back to being the badass earthbender that he is. Word. Tell him. All right. Uh, I can't tell him. He's not real. Don't ruin my dreams like this, Derek. <laughs> you already ruined Avatar Santa Claus for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Um, all right. So do you have any other thoughts on this episode? Any, any no. questions, concerns? No. Um, I'm good. We, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Good. Well, then, in that case, that is all we have for this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Uh, if you like us, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, both of those at Witty Close. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us some ratings, leave us some comments, leave reviews of sorts. We really love to hear what positive, your negative, are. whatever. Positive, negative, whatever. You know, what? you just just tell us what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like and uh, subscribe and comment on YouTube. We love seeing your thoughts there. Yep. Uh, don't forget, if you do comment, we'll 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 read some of your comments and reviews out in a future episode. We really like to see them and we really like to share them uh, with the world. So. It might not be on the next episode but they might be on a future episode so keep your ears tuned yep um a patreon uh you can also yeah if you if you want to if you got some cash yeah if you got some money to spare uh you can always go over to patreon uh patrons get exclusive looks at our commentary uh for example last episode we were eating snacks so you can join us and if you like listening to people eating snacks i i think i don't think it came over through the microphone that bad but well, we anyway. got this. We got the new fancy pop filter. Thanks, so. though. Yeah, it's so fancy. We're we're really fancy. If you if you think our audio quality is terrible, rem- remember that we depend on people like you to help make us sound not bad. Yeah, and also if we get enough patrons and we can start doing some exclusive content for them that we've been planning on doing once yeah. we get enough. Yeah. So we are really looking forward. Which to probably that. eventually, like if we get enough, then we'll talk about exactly what we want to do. <laughs> Unless we want to just like we might want to do a podcast for that, like a short one. 
Yeah, uh, we'll do it in the future. Um, but until then, uh, join us for our next time uh, for First Reaction Fan Reaction as we're going to talk uh, Legend of Korra Book 2, Episode 7 and 8, Beginnings Part 1 and Part 2. It's going to be a great time. I am very excited. Uh, until next time, I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host, Tara Whitman. All right, see you next time. Peace. Peace.